There have been so many times when, as a dad, I have thought, I can't do this. I can't figure out what the problem is, let alone solve it, and I just kind of cry out to God. Occasionally, I do that even verbally. I just literally say, God, I need your help here. You might have hit a wall like that in your parenting journey, and if so, stay tuned. We have some encouragement for you. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our parenting department. I think it's pretty common, especially for dads, but also for moms, Danny, to feel like this is it. I'm now maxed out. I can't do any more. One next step might be impossible. Or, or even knowing how to respond to certain things, right? There are behaviors that come out that you didn't expect or weren't ready for, didn't have the energy to respond to. Mm. And uh, I would say many, many of us parents have, at one point or another, just been absolutely spent. And uh, on, on some days, we may be really on, on top of our game and being able to respond <laughs> to certain behaviors. And another day, it's like, oh, are you serious? We're going to... We're going to do this today? No. Uh, I know I've wrestled in, uh, throughout my parenting journey here and there with guilt. Mm-hmm. A feeling, have, have I spent enough time? Was I present enough in that moment? Because there's so many things in my mind that I missed something because my child was sharing a lot and I felt that my attention was divided. Mm-hmm. I've had those types of moments and I have to remind myself that I'm not always going to be this perfect parent. I just, I'm going to be a relational one and I'll do my best in those moments. And just being aware of that creates good parenting along the way. It's not performing a certain way. It's being aware and going, hey, maybe you circle back and say, I don't, I don't know if I listened fully to what you were saying. Can we talk about that a little bit more? And uh, that awareness helps you deal with some of those emotions. Just don't get stuck in guilt or shame uh, and if you have some fatigue, find some margin to just pause and, and help yourself show up well. And again, we say this a lot, John, uh, give yourself grace. You're in this uh, for the long haul, mm-hmm. and kids are resilient. Just do the best you can each time. Yeah, that's good. And uh, we're going to roll the clock back a bit and talk with Courtney Ellis a little bit more about raising toddlers. And uh, let's go ahead and hear now as Focus President Jim Daly talks with Courtney. All right, so day one starts in this new experiment. It went flawlessly, didn't it? I nailed it. Perfect. You nailed it. Nailed Tell it. us about it. Then, then you wrote the book. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm an expert in all of these things. No, I, the first day I had a little note taped to the dashboard and I was going to make a beautiful handwritten whatever and, and I ran out of time so I scribbled it with a sharpie on the back of an envelope and taped it to the dashboard and by the time I had turned out of our street I was already distracted and I saw someone walking by with a cute tank top and I thought, oh, maybe I would like that tank top and I wonder where you can buy such a tank top and it's like, I already, it's been 20 seconds. Seconds. Yeah. I couldn't focus on Jesus for 20 seconds. Mm. My will was weak. My attention was weak. And here's the thing about spiritual practices. They're not about us pleasing God or finally being good enough. It's about returning again and again to the reminders that God loves us. God didn't condemn me or shame me. God was like, I'm still here. Whenever you're ready, whenever you're done thinking about the tank top, I'm here. Courtney, one thing that I've noticed when I've interviewed uh, women who tend to, it, it, at least to me, they tend to carry a lot of guilt for coming up short. Mm-hmm. Women are far more inward looking about their shortcomings, I think, than men are. Maybe we have an extra dose of ego that just allows us to not look at our flaws as, <laughs> as closely. Women tend to just feel really laden with guilt. 
if they don't get it done on time, if they don't get it done perfectly, if they don't fill in the blank, whatever that might be, the laundry, the dishes, whatever, working outside the home, am I contributing enough? Speak to that that side of it about that burden of guilt and how do you get that yoke off your back? That is such a beautiful piece of drawing near to God in these spiritual practices. I expected to hear condemnation. I expected to hear you should have tried harder, you should have done better. But what I heard most often was, I love you and I'm here. And that would bring me to tears. It's bringing me to tears now because I do think moms especially, and dads too, but we have this sense of just striving and striving and striving. And parenting is so hard. You're going to fail a thousand times a day, even with the best intentions. You know, when your child begs you for macaroni and cheese, I want macaroni and cheese, I want macaroni and cheese, and you cook it and you set it in front of them and they say, I hate this macaroni and cheese. And you have a moment of, okay, you know? Make up your mind. Right? Like, I did this thing to love you, and then I got this response. It's normal to get frustrated, and it's normal to feel like, why did I even try? Um, but the, the beautiful thing is when we return to God, God reminds us that we are seen, that we are loved, and that we are not alone. And so many pieces of parenting are very isolating. I'm alone with my kids and no one sees us mm-hmm. except Jesus. And this one-year-old won't remember if I was patient or not, but God is present to me and with me and within me. Let me, let me ask you about um, that idea of feeling like you're enough. It even feels like guilt saying that, that, you know, even with the mistakes, I'm okay. Um, Again, that woman, address that mom that just doesn't even believe she's okay because she didn't get things done. Things are a mess. And even address a husband's critical spirit. I mean, that's a typical combination and what he needs to be mindful of in that environment and what she needs from him. I think moms need to hear that they're doing a great job. I have a a dear friend who, uh, she's a widow, her husband died, she raised these three amazing sons, and she always tells people, you need to put that bar, don't just lower the bar, put it all the way down on the ground, (laughs) you know, And, and the laundry will get done, and the dishes will get done, but do your kids know that they're loved, and are you quick to apologize when you do make a mistake? Because you will, you're a human person, but I think what Jesus wants to say to the moms who are listening this morning, to the dads who are listening, is you're doing a great job, and parenting is a school for holiness. And as we continue walking with the Lord and loving on our kids, God is near and God is present to us and you're doing a great job. Yeah. I mean, it's good to say, it's good to think you're doing okay. Yeah. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Good enough is good enough. I think Gene and I, one of the things that we've constantly said, I don't know if you and Dina have said this to each other, John, but, you know, and this is probably pretty common. You know, I just wish we could have the do-over mm-hmm. with our boys being now 19 and 21 you know if we could just rewind that clock back to two and four we do so many things differently yeah. how, how do you manage that sense of guilt that i wish i could have parented better you only go through it you know the one time with whatever number of children you might have one to whatever but how about that feeling of wow yeah, I, I think that's a feeling that's so common to all parents. And the hard thing is your kids often remember the one time you lost your temper instead of the hundred times you didn't. Our, our oldest son, he was two years old and I was buckling him into his car seat and he had shorts on. And when I 
pinched the buckle, Ooh. I got his leg. And what the kind next, of mother would do that? Right? I was <laughs> I not imagine. in no way intentional. <laughs> but for the next year, oh. every time I buckled him into his car seat, he would yell at the top of his lungs, Mommy, don't hurt me like you did last time. You know what oh, I'm man. I'm like that's what he remembered. Not yeah. the two hundred times, three hundred, four hundred times I'd buckled him in perfectly safely. And so I think that's why we have to remember there's grace. We're not going to be perfect. And we are the parents that our children need. God has given us our particular children for a reason. He's given That's a great them thought. us for a reason. Yeah. And we're both making each other holier when we walk with the Lord. And sometimes that's through mistakes and sin that we need to apologize for. And sometimes that's just, you know, if I knew then what I know now, I would have put you in soccer and not in ballet. And <laughs> we just can't account for that. We can't see the future. All we can do is be faithful with what we know and what we have today. Well, Danny, it's kind of sad but true that moms need to know from their husbands that, hey, you're doing a great job. That affirmation is really important. What are some of the ways that dads uh, receive affirmation or need it? Yeah, and John, first of all, I, just, I do want to say this was a great reminder for me from Courtney to make sure I'm highlighting what my wife is doing well as a mom. I, I think I skip over that a lot. Mm. I've heard that feedback along the way here and there. Hey, I wish I would know that, that I'm doing well. So, so true. So dads, if you're listening to this, make sure you take the time to appreciate your wife's work from laundry to dishes to so many demands that they, they need that. And as dads, Man, dads appreciate to know specifically what they're doing well. Not just to hear, hey, you're a great dad or you're a good dad, but what are we doing well specifically? And I've heard many dads tell me they love the personal notes from their kids, uh, a card that's homemade, uh, uh, notes or pictures that kids have drawn, they put it at the office, or they, they value those. And then to hear from the kids that they want to spend time with them and specifically uh, know their dad well enough to say, hey, dad, can we do this one thing together? And that shows an affirmation of who the dad is mm -hmm. and gives them it gives them the reassurance that the kids want to spend time with them. Yeah. So if you want to affirm dads, write them personal notes, show them that you know them, and uh, ask for that that time together. And uh, even if it's, if it's a word today, just mm -hmm. say, dad, I'm thankful for this and uh, make it very specific. Yeah. Well, uh, we've had a lot of good practical application uh, from Courtney and now from you, Danny, and I appreciate it so much. Uh, Danny's team has a website full of some great uh, articles, videos, books, and more just to keep you going in your journey as a mom or a dad with your kids. Uh, there's a page online we're going to link to. It's called The Best of Parenting Resources, and uh, like I said, we'll link over to it. And then when you're online, be sure to check out Courtney's book, which is a wonderful resource for moms who feel like, oh, I'm just not doing enough. It's called Almost Holy Mama, Life-Giving Spiritual Practices for Weary Parents. And we're making that available for a gift of any amount to the ministry of Focus on the Family today. Donate generously as you can, a monthly pledge or a one-time gift, and uh, request that book. The details are in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear from Lisa Joe Baker. And for now, I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Smalley. And I'm Erin Smalley. Marriage is an amazing gift from God, but it can also be a challenge sometimes. That's right. We could all use a little guidance. And that's why we started our podcast, Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. We talk about things like recognizing conflict cycles, dealing with stress, and how to grow your love each day. Listen at crazylittlethingcalledmarriage.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We can't wait to see you there.